Welcome to Encourage Her Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, co-founder and creator of a mission called Encourage Her. We are a God-given, purpose-driven mission to encourage and inspire women to live lives that encourage other women. It's as simple as that. We pray that this podcast encourages you, and then you turn around and encourage her. Thanks for showing up. We'll show up for you every Monday. Keep listening, share, review, and encourage her. Join our mission today. Good morning, Encouragers. It's Joe, co-founder of Encourage Her. So happy you're here this morning to listen, and I feel blessed to be the one to encourage you. We are continuing our series with You Can Do Hard Things Stories. This is part three, and you're going to meet a friend of mine whose name is Gracie. She is our youngest guest yet, and she is full of wisdom for her young age, and you're going to hear her story. We are grateful for her and her story because stories hold power. Do you have a story to share? Are you struggling through something? Have you come out on the other side stronger? Did you see God working in your life through a tough thing? We all have hard things. We all have stories to share. And our stories can bring inspiration and encouragement to her. Contact me if you have a story to share. Now, for part three of our series, You Can Do Hard Things, here's Gracie. Gracie? Joe? Hey! Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And welcome to the Encourage Her podcast. I'm so excited. Yeah. Welcome to the You Can Do Hard Things group. (laughs) Yes. So, Gracie, I met you through Encourage Her. Yes. And you are also someone who I have not met in person. No. It is so cool the way social media works. I mean, you just come in contact with people all over the world. And, you know, the hope would be that I'd get to meet you one day. I know. God's good like that. Right? It's so cool. So I know a little bit about you and I'm getting to know you more as time goes on. But why don't you tell the ladies um, a little bit about yourself? I'm... A freshman in college so I'm one of the younger ones on encourage her yeah um I have my own blog so I do a lot of lifestyle small businesses talk faith-based um work and I also encourage others because we all God gives everybody battles and some are harder than others but at the end of the day I'm only one person and, you know, having encouraged her has helped me because, like, I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can say, hey, I need to help or pray for me in this way. And that's where encouragers come from me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that same person for somebody else. Oh, I love it. A freshman in college. I know. So I don't know if done. <laughs> So incredible. And I'm just so grateful that you were attracted to the mission at such a young age with such wisdom really behind you. It's really awesome. It's really awesome to see what you're doing online. And um, yeah, I'm just so moved by it. And 
the ladies um, who are listening, as with all the guests, we will make sure to put her blog yes. in the notes, right? So they can check yes. it out, see what you're up to, connect with you on Instagram, especially yes. if there's younger girls looking to get involved also, they can learn about you and what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you um, agreed to do this podcast and I'm just so grateful for your time. I know you're a student and you're doing lots of things in life. So when you heard that question or you heard the theme, you know, you can do hard things. You actually reached out to me, yes. which I just love. I love your initiative. Thank you. And of course, I was like, yeah, yeah let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> you know, I think I, know, I was thinking about like, okay, we're doing hard things. I didn't want to give the typical, oh, I got my heart broken from a guy. Because we've all have experienced that. Mm. But I wanted something that I'm still battling that I will always have, that it's never going to, I'm never going to overcome it. Yes, I can overcome it, but I'm never going to stop battling it. Mm -hmm. And that was, I know I had um, something called uh, mouth, uh, lymphatic malformation in my right eye. And I was born with a golf ball size bump on my eye. And at three years old, you know, I was also nonverbal until I was three. So I couldn't talk. And I had this big golf ball sized ball. And I used to bang my head on the ta- on, on our wood floors because I couldn't communicate that it was bothering me. And my mom was like, this isn't right. You know, it's not going away. Like, what are we going to do? And we were sent to Boston Children's, the number one children's hospital in the country. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we need to get this removed. So at three years old, I had my first surgery. Wow. Fast forward, you know, a couple, you know, eight, nine years, I had um, my second surgery um, freshman year, going my freshman year of high school. Um, they were going to, there were cysts that grew and they had to remove and that was summer of going in freshman year. Wow, what a time to have surgery too! Such a hard yeah. age. Yeah, and it was like rocking into freshman, like really, and they're like, "You're gonna be fine. You're not gonna go. Classes haven't started. This is like August, so classes haven't even started yet. But like, you're gonna be fine." Mm-hmm. December of my freshman year, round two of the same kind, in and out patient. Wow. Overcame that. Like, okay, cool. We're we're at, we're at the clear. I'm not kidding you. Four years to the day of last December, you know, actually it was January. I was up in Boston for a third surgery. Mm. You know, inpatient came through and I thought, and I laughed and I said, you know, is this what four years, every four years, is this what it's going to look like? You know, every four years, is this what it's going to look like? And I was just so blessed because I'm, I don't complain about it because I don't notice it. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me. But when you walk into a children's hospital and it was week of black, it was, it was Black Friday. I was up there for appointment and parents saying, you know, we're going to be spending Christmas and Thanksgiving here. I turned around. And I said, I can't. I feel guilty that I'm here because I get to leave in a day. And that empathy and the guilt of I'm OK and I'm here. What's what's wrong with this photo? And. It just it re reevaluates that you know I'm there for for a reason for a good reason, but I thank my lucky stars and I thank God every day that I can go to school that I'm not living in a hospital because these kids can't. Yeah, 
And it's amazing how two of you so far have had stories related to eyes and yeah, just, you know, I see that so connected to vision Yeah, that, you know, there may be a loss of vision or a struggle yeah. with vision or something connected to your eyes, but and, you've been given new vision because yeah. of it. Yeah. And I, there, you know, I, I, there was a period of time where we didn't think I was going to have vision in that eye right. and a miracle happened that I had vision. And I don't think of that as a coincidence. Yeah. I don't think of that as, oh, you, you just a coincidence. No, God did. God showed me, listen, we're going to give you vision, but you're not, we're not, but you got to work for it. Mm. I worked, I worked, I did, you know, therapy on it. I did everything. And, you know, I didn't know anything different. You no, know, mom tells you to do something, you do it. I mean, right. you don't know, you don't know anything different. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have a choice, right? You just get through right. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've already mentioned him a few times, but obviously it sounds like you saw God through these circumstances. Oh my God. Through this hard thing. He's been there. Oh, he hasn't left me. Mm. And I am so blessed that I have wonderful, not just my surgeons, but I had a family who rallied behind me and was just, it's going to be okay because you know, you're getting poked and prod at four years old with IVs, needles, this and that. And that never faced me. You know, mm-hmm. I never cared that I had an IV stuck in my foot. I didn't care that I had, you know, IVs that, t- you know, I was tied to machines because I didn't, I didn't look at that as a different way because it was, that's all I knew. Yeah. So I had a family that kind of rallied and was like, it's going to be okay. We're going to make, we're, we're going to, we're, you know, we went up to, you know, we go up for Boston and we do fun things mm-hmm. to take, to take, the pain away a little bit and make it fun because sitting in a hospital all day isn't really fun but when you have a five-year-old you can go shopping and you can entertain (laughs) yeah and you know what's so beautiful about that is it goes exactly with our mission right like they encouraged you yep you felt encouraged you got filled up you were distracted you were inspired all the things you felt as a little kid even yep and now look at you you're out in the world trying to encourage her yeah and it's incredible it was funny and I this was a moment that I you know kind of remember because you know anesthesia at its finest um I had my I had my last one in January there was this boy I was probably not I know I was you know had a lot of anesthesia on me and this boy just kept looking at me and he you know could tell you had serious medical issues and I just turned around and just smiled just as a human thing and the parents just looked at me and smiled back when we were having a conversation. And the parents said, thank you, know, looked at me and said, thank you for smiling at my kid. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, you're welcome. And my grandma looks at me and she says, I just want to cry at you because you just smiled. You know, human beings, you just smiled. But to him, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't left. You know, stuff like that doesn't leave you. Never. It, does, it never leaves you. Yeah, especially at a, such a for such a young child to be in the predicament you were in, which was painful, confusing, scary. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you to be able to have joy and smile on yeah. other people. And I, it's not always about. I always say it's not always about me. It's about the other person. It's not yeah. always about what you want. It's what the other person wants and needs. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I look at life. That I'm here to serve a purpose. You know, I have my blog, I have Gracefully Grace, and that's my thing. But that's just for, not just for me. It's for people to, to have an escape, to know that they're not alone. That's and right. that every battle 
is 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 going to be okay. Yep. Amen. That's right. And we have to be there for each other. That's what we're called. Yes. Here. That's that's you know we're made, we're built for community. We're not built to do yes. it on our own ever. No. So with that said, you know, you obviously it, it sounds like you depended on God throughout it. You recognized his goodness throughout such yes. a dark thing, which is not easy to do. No. Um <laughs> and you had people there that yes. were encouraging you along the way too. So yes. it's such a beautiful support system there you have. Thank you. And, you know, we realize that not everyone has that. No. And that's one, one part of our mission, right? That we can be that for people who are yes. lacking that. Yes. You know, um, were there like outside of God and people, which are huge, yes. um, were there specific, was there, or is there now even specific scripture or words, um, even a song or a quote that kind of you cling to in those moments of weakness or when you're struggling or when you're having those thoughts, like you said, is this going to be my life every four years? You know, like that, that kind of questioning, not that you're questioning yeah. God, God, no. but just like, oh, you know, feeling it. Yeah. Is um, there something you cling to? I really think I, and you know, my favorite Bible verse that's gotten through everything is Ephesians 3.20 is always more it changes through always more there's always more love to give there's always more something else to give mm-hmm. and there's always more strength to have there's always there's always more something to do or give and uh, you know that was kind of mine but to, you know biblically but just for saying for words is live don't just survive mm-hmm. that's gotten me through because if i'm just gonna live if i'm, if I'm gonna walk through life every day i'm not living but i do mm-hmm. one i kind of live by do one thing that sucks every day because you know what that struggle is. And yeah. I, you know, joke and say, you know, yeah, you know, you know, finishing up college in a pandemic, yeah, that sucks. But I, I don't know what, but I can, I, I have a good thing that comes out of it because I can say, listen, if I went through a pandemic graduating, you can do this. And you That's can do, I can, I can. you know live just don't survive has been kind of my life motto of either run or you know down or get up you know you have a choice you run and walk what's gonna be you're gonna cry or you're gonna laugh and that's That's and that's where I choose to be yeah and the two thoughts the the scripture you mentioned and then also your words those really go together because when you're just surviving you're not noticing the more that's Correct. for you. You know, you're focused on the details Correct. or the circumstance, right? Instead of how God is working or the blessings in your life. Um, and we're not here to say that's easy to do. No one said it was going to be easy. And I hate the word easy. Right? I hate it. I hate it. I said it's, it's, it's I hate the word easy because nothing's easy. I think it's easier. I always say it's easier. Yeah. Because there's always right. going to be people above you and there's always going to be people behind you. There are people who are going to have more than you, which makes it easy or for you to see. But there's people that are going to be behind you that they're struggling a little more. And they're going to be, and you have to be kind of easier. So life's like, you have, you know, my grandfather used to tell me, play your, play the cards better in your hand. How are you going to do, you know, you're dealt with cards you hate. This isn't, you know, think of it as a casino, but think of it as, strategically what are you gonna do are you gonna cry yeah. are you gonna get up and be like okay we're gonna make the best of the situation yeah and are you gonna believe there's something more for you right 
You know, you're going to come out on the other side stronger. You're going to come out on the other side with new vision, as you and Rachel have both yep. attested to. Um, you know, witnessing God working, even in that little moment where you smile, that might not have been a little moment no. for you or that little child, no. you know, like it was formative. Yeah. And he's always working through the really, really hard is often when he changes you. And that's when you transform, right? You know, it's, it's incredible. Um, so, you know, you, you had God by your side, you recognized God. We're so grateful that you did at such a young age too. You had people who were loving and supportive. Yes. I'm sure that even till this day, you are learning from this, yes. but what would you say it was like, you know, from the beginning till now, would you say is your, if you could, is your biggest lesson that you feel like you learned from it? Never take, this is going to sound so cliche, but never take anything you have for granted. Because Mm -hmm. every time I walk through those doors of the hospital, I don't leave the same. Because Mm -hmm. there's always somebody else there teaching me that I'm crying because I had, I got a 90 in a paper or I'm crying because I can't go to graduation or whatever. These kids will never see that. Those kids will never know what that's going to be like. So I don't take any, I don't take anything for granted because I've seen on both ends what that looks like. I've seen it on both spectrums that you have a choice you can live through being arrogant about it or you can be like you know what I gotta take a step back I gotta reevaluate what's important in my life is the new iPhone really that important or is spending time with my family that important which one's more important you know reevaluate the situations yeah and I can tell you I mean my hard thing was losing my mom suddenly and you know if I had to say what's what's my hard thing that always is the first yeah and I I mean, there's other things, right? And losing a parent, I, you know, I know in a way what it looks, what it looks like losing a parent, but I don't know what it looks like in that way. And my heart Mm -hmm. just broke for you hearing that because that's a parent, Mm -hmm. you know, that's somebody that they're going to love you no matter what. That's unconditional love right there. And when you're Mm -hmm. suddenly dealt with that, you're not, Mm -hmm. you're never going to be the same. No. And it reminded me when you said not, you know, your advice, because that's, I learned that lesson at 23 too. And you're young to have that understanding of just how fragile time is and how much we need to be grateful. I had that at a young, a young age as well. And I can tell you, it's such a gift. It really is. It is. And it doesn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it. And there are moments when it still doesn't feel like it. And I grew up being an only child. I grew up with cousins. You know, I grew up with a big family and watching, you know, them get married and watching religious lives change. It really just Mm -hmm. became, we're not little children anymore. You know, we're not the same people we once were and we're, our relationships are changing and we're not, yes, we're close, but we're not close like we used to be because we had, you know, Mm -hmm. we didn't have a life. And mm-hmm. just not remembering that family mm-hmm. will always be, you know, I will drop anything for family because that's family. That's, that's number one. But yeah. just reevaluate, you know, what you have. Because at one, at one moment, that's going to be gone in a blink yeah. of an eye. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, like live, live, yeah. <laughs> you know, fully live. I think I've, I've gone from one extreme of, um, 
living to like, I'm truly like an in the moment person now, you know? Um, some people get on me about not answering my phone, but I'm like, it's because I'm in the moment. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking at my phone because <laughs> um, I, you know, I know how fragile time is as you do too. Yes. And it was interesting. You know, when I turned 18, uh, la- not last year, but the year before, um, my mom looked at me and said, what do you want to do for your 18th birthday? So I'm going to go skydiving. You know, I hate, you know, I'm going to go skydiving. And everybody kind of laughed at me like oh you're gonna go skydive like you you skydive I'm like listen it's January my birthday's not until July I got six months you really think I'm gonna go skydiving and I kept thinking about like do I go skydiving and the song Tim McGraw's live like you're dying I go skydiving go rocking out and climbing that was what got me skydiving I'm like if I'm not gonna do this now I'm never gonna do it so for my 18th birthday I went skydiving and now I love it. I awesome. want to go again. But in that pivotal moment, it was, if I'm not going to do this now at 18, you think I'm going to do it when I'm 26? Uh, probably not. So right. probably not. <laughs> That's awesome. It is, it is such a gift. And often these things we struggle with, these hard things, they're never, I shouldn't say never, they're rarely packaged in the way that looks like a gift, right? It's often hard often struggle it's often pain loss whatever that looks like in your life but when you can appreciate the lessons you learn from it and you gain just like you understanding of how precious life is of how good God is despite the pain that's when we live that's when we begin to really live free well grace we are just so appreciative of you coming on and taking your time to share your story because as you know we believe in sharing stories. Absolutely. And the Bible is made up of stories. That's what they are. They're stories of inspiration and seeing how God and people supported each other through tough stuff. Absolutely. Just so grateful for you and all you're doing. You are just a young, wise chickie (laughs) out there encouraging other women. So I love it. And I'm so um, just moved and touched that you took the initiative to come on. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Last quick question for you would be, what's your biggest piece of advice to a girl going through something that maybe she thinks also it may never go away? Use what you know to teach and to be appreciative of the opportunities. Because when people ask me those questions, I learn not just about them, but they learn something and they'll think twice before they judge or question. People are going to judge. People are people. Mm-hmm. But you just eliminated one person to judge you. Yeah. yeah. And using your situation as a moment to teach someone else. Exactly. That's beautiful. And it puts everything in perspective. Because maybe they'll think twice before they complain about a headache or they can't, oh my God, I can't see, where that may not be the case for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we have certainly learned from your moment today. So thank you so much for the reminder that life is precious, that we need to be grateful for what we have, and that God is working. Thank you. And keep encouraging. And I will see you online and hopefully. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and to all ladies listening, I will put her blog. In yes. Notes so you can check her out and get connected with Gracie.
Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. Oh, have a great day. Thank you, too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.